0: Money back Money back Money back Bitch, I'm making, like money back Money back uh. It's the A-show, it's the Alfredo's Atlanta, man Show for April 27, 2018 How's it going? How's it going? Oh, man, I'm literally, literally recording this As soon as I got back from uh, Atlanta Airport Well, we lost the luggage. Uh, You know, the first time ever in my life in this trip, I have, like, missed... I have had my luggage check-in bag or something misplaced. You know, eventually got it back. But Colleen's is gone at the moment. Thankfully, it's minor stuff relative to the other things. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But, um, holy shit, you know as great of a trip that it was, you know, through uh Birmingham, Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia, uh Greater Atlanta metro area, I guess, which I didn't know was a thing. Um I never lost a bag and then that streak has been broken. So there it is. Cherry has been fucking popped. Um you know, and uh yeah, I you know, a lot happened on this trip which I would say, you know, you know, a lot relative to fucking past travels that I've had. I'm incredibly, incredible, incredibly lucky that I've lost never lost a luggage. Apparently, this happens a lot. So, what happened the first night, if you're curious, is we flew into Birmingham, Alabama for a wedding. Uh, and, you know, it was a connection flight. The DBA connection flight. You know, one of the smaller jets, not the big-ass one because it's between, you know, going to a smaller airport or more of a shorter trips, you have these like smaller jets, like you know, that are like either Bombardier or uh, oh, is like smaller fucking uh, what the fuck is that Airbus plane? You know, you get one of those if you you know, fly very short flights, like 200 miles or some shit, right? You get those when you go from Detroit to Kansas City, uh, or you know, uh, Philly, even New York, sometimes Jersey. Yada, yada, yada. And then this is one of them, to the Birmingham, Alabama. So we took it, and then we got there. And then I go, I had this weird inkling just before uh, we took off, you know, in Detroit, which was on the tarmac. And I was like, I noticed that. That's weird. I noticed that in the Delta app, my bag never left. It said it was checked in, but it, I, it never showed the one that said, hey, it's on a plane. Usually it does. track my bag. It had my suit in it for the wedding. It had all my bath stuff in it, you know, clothes for whatever. I put all my shit in there because I was like, I, I get lazy. I don't want to carry this shit around. You know, uh, tip note, carry an extra pair of pants <laughs> and carry all the important shit with you. I forgot about that. And I just said, eh, all the medicine, contact lenses, glasses, you know, all that stuff. You yeah, I put them on the luggage check-in. Big mistake. Bigly mistake. Um... You know And then Also extra pair of socks And clothes In your backpack Or carry on Just in case You know <laughs> I didn't do any of that And then uh, I was like What's going on And then I started messaging With a Delta whatever so the Delta messaging And then it's like Oh you can't do anything Figure out when we get there It's like When I got there Turns out You know The bag never came out Of the conveyor belt You know I, I was prepared for this For this two hour flight so I said, all right, my suit is in there, and then the wedding is at 1 o'clock. So if I can't, I don't have a bag or any of that by 9 in the morning tomorrow, 10 in the morning tomorrow, I'm going to Nordstrom Rec or some shit to buy a suit and then return it Sunday or some shit. Because uh, we were moving over to Georgia Sunday afternoon. So anyways, we got there, and then not just me, but about 7, 8 other people came good half the plane and the small plane didn't get their luggage turns out they forgot the entire cart (laughs) and then they couldn't find it you know when we landed seven o'clock eight o'clock I was like oh well we'll get the first thing possible and then like because there's no more flight no more flight from Detroit to Birmingham so the only options are Detroit to Atlanta and Atlanta to Birmingham there are many of you know in the southeast down there and then some angry people are like you know oh we couldn't find the one. He's like you do ten thirty to eleven thirty so we get the pack thing by like eleven at night tonight couldn't couldn't but because they couldn't locate the car for a while and it was already by this time it was like seven forty five at night eight o'clock at night so I know the time was running out. I was like dude like if you don't find the card at this point about an emergency you're not gonna get it tonight. So I already accepted it but I you know once you we first got into the hotel got the dinner. I just, like, started planning in case I don't get my suit or rest of it, you know, and then the weird thing is, because we're not doing a uh, clean round trip from one airport to the other, we were moving to another city, so I said, alright, in case this fucking thing goes sour, like, I I, I don't want to come back to Birmingham Airport to just pick up my luggage, that would be stupid, you know, anyways, thankfully, uh, they found the flight, uh, the, the the whole cart, and then the, later that night they said, "All right, we're gonna load this thing first thing on a flight to Atlanta, and then come from Atlanta to Birmingham by 8:30 in the morning, Saturday." I was like, "All right, great. If I can come pick it up, and then I have a suit, I have you know good things to go." And then I ended up picking up the bag, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. So that worked out well. Uh, this other bag situation was a little weird. Because uh, we got to the plane, and then Atlanta, Atlanta, Hartfield Jackson Airport, one of the busiest airports, given that it's a Delta headquarters and a major hub. I never really liked this airport, to be honest. It it has that weird fishbone, you know, uh, structure, which means if you look at the, each row of the fishbone, it's like terminal, you know, A to E, you know. And then you gotta take the little tram, you know, in between. It's neatly organized, but I hate the vastness of the fucking airport. You know, it's not a fun thing to explore this airport compared to LAX or something. Which I don't mind because you get to get on a bus and you see the tarmac and shit. You know? Uh, Did I ever talk about that? How I, like, fucking chilled at the LAX for, like, 26 hours? Anyways. I'm not gonna get into that now. Anyways. We got to our gate in the terminal, yada yada yada, and then it was full. Great, we're on the last row because we're peasants on a basic, basic zone and a basic seat. Great, Uh, and then said when we got it lined up, it's like, all right, we're all officially all full in the overhead bin. So any any other carry on that's not gonna fit underneath has to go, you know, uh, uh, underneath for free, underneath the plane. For free, so they'll tag your bag, take it, and then it's like you pick it up at the luggage pickup later. Uh We did, and then as of this time of the recording, uh, <laughs> at least Colleen's like little carry-on, you know, stroller bag. We tagged it, and then it went missing. <laughs> well, it went missing because we came back, and then we got to the fucking pickup area uh granted we took extra 10 15 minutes because we're like we need some fucking food here because we haven't eaten you know since the morning for breakfast in atlanta so we're like we got in like early evening you know late yeah mid evening really like it was like seven like five o'clock six o'clock right uh yeah it was like six o'clock i think uh anyways we got it but then we're like all right let's go to (laughs) pink berry get some frozen yogurt we got the frozen yogurt and then like yeah 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 that was a great trip and then came back and then i saw my bag the conveyor belt stopped running uh but i picked mine up Was like for once i didn't lose my fucking bag and then we thought it was hers a purple bag and turns out it wasn't hers so the assumption is this lady because we got the first name at least took colleen's bag mistaking with that lady's bag, so we took that purple bag into the Delta carrot, you know, baggage, whatever, and then say, hey, I think this lady who owns this bag uh, accidentally took the bag, uh, Colleen's bag here, so can you call her and then, like, let her come back or some shit, because otherwise, why would anyone leave their bag here but, you know, just take her, take hers. Unless it was a Sanch fucking run, this makes absolute no sense whatsoever. So we and then they called and they said left a voicemail and then you know, even as about an hour ago or whatever, they're like, Alright, uh you know, we haven't heard back or some shit. I was like, Alright, fine, whatever. Um I think the bag will turn up because there's nothing really in there other than World of Coca Cola Museum goods, which is like whatever. And then dirty laundry. From a lady So I'm just like Alright whatever What are you gonna do with this shit Like If If anyone's gonna Jack Like Luggage This is the worst one to take And then this other person Who left the Other purple bag With whatever shit That's in there We didn't take it And then like Haul this hostage We're not that assholes It's like Ew Just take it." it Like This Whoever wants to come Recover this purple bag Will eventually You know Come around and say Oh shit I found the wrong bag Cause you know, I I think the bag will turn up. I'll update you next week, in the next episode. But that has happened. So this entire trip has been the interesting experiences of like lost bags. Um, I'll be honest. I wasn't even really mad, cause I just go like, all right, worst case, I gotta get compensated for this shit. But I just go like, I I go like, what what am I gonna do? What happened to happen? And then the thing with my bag situation to Birmingham was like it wasn't the Birmingham airport's fault. It was the Detroit airport bag handling people who missed an entire fucking cart for half the flight. So I'm like, who fucked that up? That was Detroit airport's fault. And then what will Birmingham people do? I don't know why I'm like really like to other people perceived is like kind of chill, but I kind of go like. You know, me losing the shit there ain't going to bring the bag back ASAP. That's the thing. And I'm like, yes, it is a frustrating situation. Yes, it's that. But I go like, in the end, what am I really losing? It is very annoying. But I go like, well, getting losing my shit over it ain't going to solve the fucking problem. And then also, losing my shit in front of these people ain't going to make them want to help me even like, more. Because they're in a precarious situation. It's like, shit, I got to deal with this shit because the Detroit people fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, why? They don't—they don't want things to go smoothly, you know, in the world of logistics. So I said, "Fuck it, whatever." It sucks that all my medicine and then the shaving cream—you know—all that shit are in there. But I'm like, dude, it's too big to miss. You know what I mean? I go like, "Dude, come on!" It's so fucking stupid. And then I go like, the—the the only thing I was worried about was a wedding suit because it's like it's a suit. And I go like, if I don't show up to a wedding appropriately, then I look stupid. That was the only concern I really had Otherwise I just said I- I'll find it I'll find a way I don't know why I'm so chill About all these airport situations Usually You know um, Even when my pants ripped I was like I'll figure this shit out When <laughs> my, my shorts ripped That's why I learned the lessons Of bring extra pair But like whatever And then uh, Yeah also Like you know, Like luggage It's like You know I made a mistake Putting all my important shit In the luggage Because I got lazy And then I was in a fucking hurry you know, cause I was working Friday and I was like, "Dude, I gotta fucking go." And then like, I already packed things, but I just like, I I was like kind of lazy packing. It's like it's fucking four days. So, anyways, uh, what else did we miss in that bags? It's like, oh my god, it's the bags of like other goods, like such as like, you know, we went to a lot of thrift shops. And I gotta be honest, I'm gonna talk about very little, you know. Uh, in Atlanta, I was very surprised by the Plato's Closet, the secondhand clothing store. And also Goodwill in some parts because, uh, in Buckhead especially, the Buckhead neighborhood. Go over there in Atlanta for Goodwill in the Plato's Closet if you want to find some good shit. Because this one Plato's Closet, someone dumped entire set of their fucking mid to, like mid two thousands to like early two thousand ten Jersey collection. In this Plato's Closet. And almost every single jersey was, like, either $16 or $25. And I was like, is this some, like, like rip-off AliExpress bullshit jersey? Nah, these were, like, legit ones, you know, the second, even though it's a premier version, not the authentic on-field version of it. Like, we got an Alex Ovechkin jersey that was embroidered, everything stitched, not the printed parts of the number or something, which I had for the Crosby jersey, which I ended up selling, um... And then I just go like, $16, I'm fucking taking this shit. And we did. And then uh, amongst all those were also stuff like uh, Brian Urlacher, Chicago Bears. Very common, but it was still very clean. Willis McGahey Baltimore Ravens. And I was like, what the fuck? And there was a Champ Bailey Broncos jersey. And I'm like, Champ Bailey? Why is Champ Bailey in Atlanta? And I go like, oh, I guess he is a Georgia Bulldog. So it makes sense in Atlanta. You know, uh, Raheem Morris Washington Redskins jersey, not the Washington Football Team, not the Commanders. This is clearly from at least three years ago. It's like Morris. It's like, or is it Alfred Morris? Maybe it's not even Raheem Morris. It's like Alfred Morris with like, uh, like. It was like ridiculous, and I was like, yeah, I think it was Alfred Morris. Now I look at it, <laughs> and then. There's some other shit in there. There's like, oh, uh, there was a basketball jersey. I saw Vince Carter, number 15, two Matt Ryan clean jerseys with the tax on. Todd Gurley, the Falcons one is still there. You know? And then uh oh, uh travis not the Travis Kelsey. What the fuck is this other other Kelsey brother that played on the Eagles? That I saw that one. And then I go like all these like somebody dumped all these jerseys. And then the the, the best of all, you know, well, two best of all. One was a He Hate Me, the uh, XFL jersey from the Las Vegas Bandits, was it? The OG Las Vegas jersey. The other one was Calvin Benjamin. The fat-ass Calvin Benjamin, Carolina Panthers autographed jersey. It was fucking autograph. I couldn't fucking believe this shit. I know Calvin, like Calvin Benjamin has gone downhill significantly But I go, holy shit, it's autographed. Like, who the fuck would buy this? Like, even 25 bucks, I wouldn't fucking take it. But I was like, well, I was so fucking amazed. I was like, holy shit, dude. I mean, I don't think the autographed jerseys really matter so much. But I like, oh, my God. I, I was losing my shit. I was like, this is unbelievable. Atlanta has all these, like, weird goods. Oh wait! I try to. I just try to see on the fucking eBay how much Calvin Benjamin autographed Panthers cleats and jersey. Hundred and fifty dollars. Why would you want his cleats and jersey? Autographed shit doesn't matter in my opinion these days. You know what I mean? You gotta get other rare shit. Calvin Benjamin Panthers. Shit. You need a card You're like a top's rookie card or some shit. You don't need any of this other shit. But holy crap! I, I was amazed by the quality of the product in there. And then the and then the south uh, for me was uh I found it very entertaining, you know. Birmingham is a liberal city, so it's like it's always great. Uh Atlanta is also very similar to Detroit, but you know, larger and then uh worse traffic. <laughs> Some parts of this like place, I don't fucking get like, a lot of, like, the, the confusion is, like, the, the closeness of the different counties. Cop, Fulton, like, Caleb and then all that shit. And then, oh, there's one more, one more county I'm fucking forgetting. And I'm, like, I'm so fucking confused looking at this shit. Like, I just got some of these, if there were Toronto or something, it would be Toronto already. You know, like, fucking, it's not Etobicoke anymore. It's fucking Toronto. Shit like that. But because this city... Has had its fucking shady ass history with race, and why people want to divide, living away from like the black people. I guess the same as a story, you know, redlining and shit here in Detroit and Cleveland and other places and whatnot. I just go like, this is fucking stupid, you know. It's like Atlanta police is not where you know where these things are, like Sandy Springs or some shit. And I was like, dude, how far is Sandy Springs from fucking Atlanta downtown? Distance-wise, only like five hours or five miles. It's only twenty minutes if you get through the fucking traffic. It's not that bad, but it's a different police, and I just go like, "Why? Why is this a different jurisdiction?" But I just go like, "This explains the whole thing." Anyways, uh, I don't want to talk about that shit. I just wanted to talk about the lost bag stories, and then um, you know, popping those cherries, and then uh, finding amazing things, you know, <laughs> at the Plato's Closet and Goodyear in Georgia, uh, Alabama. We didn't even have much time other than one store, and then uh, I wish. I wish we had more time. And then I'm sure we'll visit again because we all got a family member down there. And then I, I, I have a weird history with Atlanta since I was 14 when I was down there for the robotics competition. And the city has changed a lot even since like 04, 05. You know, I remember the varsity. Was it the hot dog or burger place? You know, I we I didn't get to try it. But until I saw it, I forgot about that place for the longest time. And then uh, I, I, I can't understand. I can't understand Southern English. <laughs> and then the weird thing I noticed during the drive was like between Alabama and uh Georgia was like dude, I only saw one one Dixie store and the Confederate shit and then also there was a Talladega race, the Talladega 500 that was going on a Sunday, which I didn't know about, but there are a lot of people coming into Birmingham because of the race that was happening. NASCAR fans, you know. I don't know how many Detroit to like Birmingham fans were there, but when we passed the Talladega, you know, uh, which is in Lincoln, Alabama, about 40 miles west, uh, east of Birmingham, and I said, holy fuck, this looks like either a fucking Trump rally or the Republican convention or some shit. <laughs> I've never seen this many trailer shit gather here. I mean, it's Talladega 500, Daytona 500. You know, it's like it, it, even as a casual race watchers, the the car race, not the fucking human race. Um, you know, I just go like, wow, that's Talladega, and then like, that's crazy. You know, it was cool to see that on the roadside of it, looking at this thing. It she's like, all right, how many let's go, Brendan's do we see today? <laughs> But um, I'm gonna save all those stories later, and then uh, thanks for listening. I just wanted to catch up you up, and then uh, shit, and then thrift shopping and all that. That's all, and then uh, again, travel tips: put your important shit on your carry on. Always carry a second pair of pants, and then always bring extra socks in your you know in your bag because you need it. You need it. Anyways, thanks for listening, and then I uh, will see you next week, and then I uh, will let you know what happened to the lost bag if we ever find it. I I think will will turn up. True. Alright, peace out.